0: I also want to bring to you Yukonuba Sporting Dog, the Premium Performance 3020 blend. For the last 50 years, Yukonuba has created premium nutrition that unlocks the power and potential within, from the unstoppable performance of the sporting dogs to the life-saving abilities of working dogs, to the incredible companionship of service animals and family pets. Check out Eukanuba Sporting Dog today and go pick up a bag of the 3020 Premium Performance Blend. And when you do that, guys, make sure when you got food, you got to have shelter, guys. Make sure you go check out Dakota 283 Kennels and pick up one of those G3 Series Kennels or the Tonneau Cover Kennels. Um, You can use my code TGDN10 and get yourself 10% off. At checkout, when you get one of those kennels, and also, I want to give a special thank you and shout out to Garmin Fish and Hunt and Lion Country Supply. Both of those companies, organizations have done a phenomenal job at supporting the bird dog world and giving us something that we can truly enjoy in and in a, in a number of products that have been beneficial to us all. I know for a fact, beneficial to us all in the field. All right, so as of february 20th 2020 in the next few minutes i will have turned 30 years old and i'm just blessed and thankful to be able to share with you guys another strong year the gundog notebook podcast so just a special thank y'all for for those who have been with me and rocking with me this whole time who we got up next is darren henley Union Springs, Alabama, and we're going to get to chatting about promoting the youth and getting them involved in a little bit of the history of Sedgefield's plantations and the amateur field trials. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of the Gundog Notebook Podcast. We got Mr. Darren Henley on the line. Mr. Uh, Mr. Henley is from Union Springs, so I, I want to get into that just before we even get into the meat and bones of the conversation. Mr. Henley, how you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you. Now, I also, you know, want to uh, give a, a little bit of praise to Allison Stewart, who, you know, contacted me, um, or I contacted her. I, I met her at the uh, National Open Shooting Dog championship now you guys have worked together at sedgefield you know done a lot of stuff together correct
1: uh yes um, uh, Allison has uh reported several championships there if I recall okay so, yeah and um yeah, i'm on the board of directors at the free for all so
0: okay all right now tell me about the free for all cuz the the drawing was was last night what was it 70 was it 73
1: dogs in it drew, drew 73 dogs uh plus last year's champion is automatically qualified for the uh, uh callbacks okay
0: all right so what uh now what did you see and and first of all who was last year's champion and what did you see about that dog last year and and what do you think is going what do you think he's going to do this year
1: Crown's Black Ice, mm-hmm. he's a Georgia dog, um, owned by uh, Tracy Swearingen and um, uh, Neil Walker's son, uh, Stevens, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Brian Sanchez handled him. And um, top-notch shooting dog, just, just what we want in a champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent
0: job. Okay, all right. So you you think he's gonna be able to bring some some weight this year?
1: Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh,
1: he's done some winning this year, I believe. I'm
0: yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I um I'm gonna go back through, um and at, during in the the episode show notes, I want to, uh, you know, add a few stats and things like that on, on Mr. Black Eye. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll make sure I have my listeners you know look for that information now uh, you're from union springs and and you've been there when i was doing the research on you you've been there for a long time and have seen a lot you know a, a a lot you know grow and develop and things like that but one thing that gets me and i never uh i i never got a chance to go see it and i'm coming back there cuz i got a buddy um raymond jackson who i'm supposed to be going to hang yeah. out with you know Raymond.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to hang out with him. Um, we just we couldn't coordinate our schedules this time. But, you know, he um, he was telling me that he was good friends with Mr. Whaley, who was also down in Union Springs a lot. Um, were Were you a like what was the statue of that pointer that Whaley sculpted? Was that a big thing? Like, is that? That's...
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. T- uh, tell me that, about that. That, that statue. Is a um, is a snakefoot that was uh, Mister Whaley's champion bird dog. Yeah, and um, and it's in the center of town. Have you seen it? No, I I keep uh, missing you, it. No, you got to go. It's, it's in the center of town, and there's a um, ring around where you drive. You can drive around it, and um, uh, on it is uh, engraved all the Hall of Fame Bird Dog Field Trial Hall of Fame members that are from Bullock County. Okay. And I think there's uh I think there's thirteen uh, members of the Hall of Fame from Bullock County. Wow.
0: okay. That's cool. Now did you did you know Mr. Whaley down there?
1: Um I knew of him. I can't say I knew him personally. He's uh he was several years older than me. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I knew of him. He was obviously a a fixture. His plantation was in Midway, right? And um, he, uh, obviously, well known um, personality around town. Mm-hmm. And um, he he did a lot for Union Springs, particularly that, that statue that we're we've. People stop and take pictures with the bird dog statue.
0: Right. Right. And I, I, man it's it's one of those things that I feel like, um, even like I'm born and raised in Atlanta. And for me in Georgia, you know, going to Thomasville is kind of like my Mecca. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's, I feel like I'm supposed to go down there and hunt those birds, you know, and, and, and I got a dog coming from out there, but being that union Springs is, Three hours away from me, I keep kicking myself in the butt (laughs) for missing that statue. So I'm gonna have to get out there, man. Like that is, and I I got a dog that's that's a a descendant of Snakefoot. So, oh really? Yeah, man. um, A a little pointer pup. He's coming out of um, Pine Hill Kennels.
1: Well, I'll tell you a great picture. We'll stop traffic and let you pose your dog up in front of the statue. Okay. All <laughs> like right. <a> great picture. <laughs> all right.
0: Look, I'm gonna take you up on that now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna definitely have to, man. Like he, uh, he's a good dog, and I hope I was talking to uh, Tommy Rice last time I was there, and he, uh, he was telling me that I need to be working, you know, for towards getting to the the, the free for all, you know, I, I, and so that's that's on my list of things to do. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's a good time. Um, so that's that's on my list of things to do and I um you know, I hope I get there one day. But seventy three dogs, man. Like, how long is that gonna take to run?
1: That's five and a half days of, of uh qualifying. We'll run seven braces a day. Okay. Uh forty five minute braces in the qualifying series and then the um call back the, the championship series just depends on how many dogs the judges call back.
0: Okay, all right. And the judges this
1: year—talk about them—they're uh, both from uh, Mississippi. Elton Bray and um, and um, Jonathan Birch is coming back. Jonathan uh, judged last year, uh, but both of them are very experienced, qualified judges. Have. Uh, um, been around bird dogs her whole life, and have judged some major stakes, and so we're looking forward to having them. <laughs> Two very good judges.
2: Oh wow! Okay, okay,
0: that'll be good. That'll be good. Now well, I, my, uh,
1: I remember. I remember Elton being at the Continental last year. He uh, he uh, reported the Continental Championship last year. Right. So it's a it's a major it's a major. Uh, Uh, commitment (laughs) to come judge a week-long field trial. Right. And that's if it doesn't rain. Yeah, and that's what I I was wondering.
0: I mean, you know, at because at the the Shooting Dog Championship, I mean, it rained there and it threw the the time off. And, you know, so I guess you guys just course adjust from there. Pardon? I said um, when it rains like that, because we've been having some crazy weather like, you know, recently. I I imagine y'all just course adjust.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we lost a day and a half during the National Open Shoot Dog Championship just got done last week, and we lost a day and a half of rain, and it's still raining. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's well, going to be I mean... wet,
1: but the sun's supposed to come out okay. uh, just in time for the trial to start. It'll be a beautiful, cool day, but wet. Oh, right
0: well they, and the dogs can make do with it you know oh
1: yeah they oh, yeah. can make do now dogs horses <laughs> that's some sticky mud the horses of, don't like
0: it. of course not well i uh i i can't imagine they gonna like it, but they got to deal with it <laughs>
1: yeah. so
0: it's all good now let's let's get into your background because like i said you've been you've been in this for a while now
1: well, yeah. So uh, where did it start? So it got in my blood at an early age.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Now, um, and and from what I understand, because didn't you have like a, and I'm just trying to go back through everything that I remember seeing about you, but didn't you have like a newspaper spread or? You were in something (laughs) recently. I look. I I went back. I went back
2: on you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We have a local. uh, You probably saw the article in Union Springs Herald. We have a small hometown newspaper called the uh, Union Springs Herald, Mm -hmm. and they just did a little story about this. Okay. No big deal.
0: What you mean it's no big
1: deal, man? <laughs> what were
0: you, what were you doing at that time? You know, because I think it's a pretty, is a pretty cool thing. You know,
1: um, I can't remember what I was doing at the time, <laughs> uh, but they just, you know, asked me about what I enjoy about field tiling and my dogs and okay. things like
2: that.
0: Okay, okay, now. Uh, do you, ha, has your, for the things that you enjoy out of field trialing or, or anything like that, like, has that grown? Has it changed? Like, what was oh, it like? Man. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like then versus now?
1: Well, uh, uh, the short answer to that is I just love the outdoors and I love the people that are involved in it. I, some of my best friends uh, have come through this sport. Uh, just over the years, I mean, we, you know, but you know, my, my, my evolution in the field trials really started at a very young age. I started, I started riding. Well, let me, let me, back up when I was growing up. When I was just a kid, um, in Union Springs, I didn't know that there were other field trials around we really? called it the field trials we thought that we thought that the, the, the championship was the field trial. that was
0: the field trial wow that the
1: field trials. that's what we called it the field trial and we we planned our family reunions around it everybody all my cousins would come and stay with us and we just fill up the house with people and cousins and aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews, and we'd all go out to the field trials out at out at Sedgefield. And that was before the day of of in horse trailers and things, you know, and, yeah. and the big, big gooseneck trailers. That was – we, we – I remember – Taking my my daddy driving my horse out there in the back of a pickup truck with cattle bodies on it. You know, you throw dirt in the back of the pickup truck, put cattle bodies on the pickup truck. <laughs> and, and When you got out there, you backed up to a big uh, mound of dirt. Yeah, and unload your horse. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's how we got there. <laughs> oh, okay, now, it's a little bit different now. It's a lot of bit different, man. But, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> But, um, and and just to, uh, um, uh, to answer your question, I just, I, I grew up hunting. I mean, I, I started, you won't believe this, but when I was just a kid, I didn't need a dog to quail hunt. I could go, I could walk out my back door after school and go, usually I could walk up four or five coveys hmm. just around the farm. I knew where they were, you know, I knew right. where they hung out. There'd be a cubby behind the pond. There'd be a cubby by the silo. they would be one down <laughs> the dirt road, you know. Uh, and that was when cubby, that was when the quail were, were real plentiful. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'd go, when I was a kid, I had a single shot, 14 shotgun I'd go mm-hmm. hunting with. And I really didn't get into uh, hunting with dogs until I was, like my teens, my He's my brother-in-law now, but he's, at the time, he was like my big brother. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he had, his family had bird dogs, and we'd, you know, we'd walk hunt behind them. And uh, then in the, I'd say in the 80s, uh, we we put on a field trial and uh, um, started putting on field trials in Fitzpatrick, where we hunted. Mm-hmm and we ran, he and I and a a couple other fellas ran the Fitzpatrick Field Trial uh, for 19 consecutive years. It started out as a, it started out shooting retrieves. We actually... Killed birds and had our dogs retreat Right. Well, <laughs> we and started I, out.
0: that's yes. that. I mean, I think that's the original <laughs> format.
1: Right. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's the way we started, and um, it, was, it was a hunt. It was more like hunting, and then and then then we evolved into uh, 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 shooting dog stakes. You know, mm-hmm. we had we had big grounds we could run shooting dogs on, and it kind of evolved into that. And, yeah. Uh, uh, then, um, the, <laughs> the property got split up and, um, there's a lot of happens all the time, you know, that, right. uh, and then, uh, we, uh, started running, it, we kind of involved into the cross keys field trial, which is right uh, just a few miles down the road. Me mm-hmm. um, and my deceased friend, <laughs> Philip Chancey and some other fellas, uh, Tom on there was instrumental in it. Yeah, uh, uh, ran that trial for twelve consecutive years, um, and it, and all those trials, those nineteen at Fitzpatrick and at, uh, twelve at, or maybe thirteen at Cross Keys, we had youth trials, right? And and um, uh, uh, we have. Um, uh, the kids that run, ran in those youth trials, uh, I can name several that, uh, hunt, uh, are on plantations running bird dogs. Uh, really? One, one professional. Okay. Trainer, um, um, they're now judging and running their own dogs and, uh um, reporting and it's in all aspects of it, okay. uh, you know, and they got involved at an early age, you know, not all of them stick with it, but, right. um, and a lot of them will, uh, leave it, you know, for a while, you know, you got you go to go to college and then you get a career and you have children and, you know, life gets in the way of having fun right. sometimes. And, uh, but a lot of them come back to it. Right. And uh, and I'm still looking for, still looking for some to, uh, I, the, the if, even if it's just riding the gallery, right? They still and they still enjoy it, and it's uh it's really, truly a blessing to me to, to see that because I love the sport and I don't want to see it, uh, go away. I mean we, uh, it's got enough hurdles, uh. To keep it going as it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I losing, agree without losing interest.
0: <laughs> right, right. No, I definitely agree. Now, you know, talking about the the developments, you know, those trials, because to me is 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 like playing street ball. You know, like you and your okay. buddies out, and and oh, you, yeah. you, you know, you, you just having fun in the yard and stuff like that, and then. You know, you, we've all got those, you know, hometown heroes where I, I remember where we was playing out in the yard and the next thing you know, your buddy's a pro, you know, so.
1: Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. I've seen it happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, we had really evolved in the um, the the youth stakes. Um, um, about 20 years ago, at, um, one of the landowners that when we were having a Fitzpatrick uh trial died. John Barnett is a very close friend of mine yeah. and we put in the competition the John William Barnett revolving trophy to the uh, Alabama Youth Handler of the Year we have uh, you know um, qualifying stakes for the kids one that wins the most kind of like the twin awards for kids right and uh, um, uh, and over the years and then, later on, <laughs> several years ago, the sweetest, prettiest young girl you ever saw—her her name was Hartley Carter—was mm-hmm. tragically killed in a car accident. What? And we and she came to all the kids' trials, and we put uh, we um, started a a thousand dollar college scholarship. <laughs> Uh, for the uh, youth handler of the year in her honor. Good deal. Okay. Uh, and now, just recently, um, um, we have that Hartley Carter Foundation uh, qualified as a five hundred one c three charitable trust, where we can accept uh, charitable donations okay. to it to, to help fund those scholarships. Uh Lisa Attell, a lawyer here in town, a good friend of uh, mine, got that done for us.
2: Good deal.
1: Okay. And we have an uh, annual um, fundraiser during the free-for-all. A lot of people donate things for us to auction off and uh, to raise money to fund that scholarship. Uh, and just a few years ago, uh, when a lot of my field trial People listening to this will remember Johnny Caps, and Johnny Caps died a few years ago. Mm-hmm. We put into competition a runner-up Youth Handler of the Year award in honor of uh, uh, Johnny. Okay, cool. Uh, Name is on the trophy. So, and uh, last year, uh, Dixie Trace in Georgia started a Youth um, Handler of the Year award and start putting on and started putting on uh, kids trials. The- Ames Plantation last year put one on, and is going to have another one this year. Nice. And I, and I just heard recently that Mississippi is going to start uh, doing more kids trials, uh, start some kids trials. So it is growing uh, with the help of a lot of people. Right. Uh, I mean, it, um, I think uh, Buck Heard in Georgia was very instrumental in getting it started over there. Oh yeah. Chris uh, Sellers up in uh, in Tennessee, uh, very instrumental in getting the kids going at Ames Plantation. Um, just just a lot of people have uh, stepped up, and they're seeing how much and and those kids enjoy um, you know. And the, and the kids that come to this sport are, are just special kids. Right. I mean, they, they're, if they don't know how to ride, they're learning how to ride a horse. Mm-hmm. If they don't know how to shoot a gun, they're learning how to shoot a gun. If they don't know anything about bird dogs, they're learning all about them. Mm-hmm. they learning how to handle them. They don't know anything about a quail. They're learning about. You know, quail habitat and mm-hmm. quail behavior, and just all the thing And, and, but the, the best thing about it is they're out enjoying God's creation. Right. And not sitting in front of a video screen. Right. Or laying on the couch eating potato chips. Right. I mean, well,
0: I mean, I that's, that's the most important thing, you know. Um,
1: yeah. and I'll tell you something else about these, these kids. A yeah. lot of kids won't do it because they're, just scared to try, or just too shy to get out in front of people mm-hmm. and have people watch them. So it takes a special kid to 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 do it, and, right. and, and 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 once you see them light up, man, it's 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 fun. I mean, I, I just got a um, my daughter's uh, husband's uh, nephew, mm-hmm. his name is Tripp Walton, twelve years old. I've been telling him about it, telling him about it, and and uh, he, he's ready to go. Okay. And, uh, and uh, he went to the uh, kids' trials two weeks ago in Union Springs at the at the Sagefields Youth Trial. Got first place with my setter. Nice. Went back last week to the Flint River Youth Trial. Got second place with my setter.
0: Okay, okay. So he, he on the money so, then.
1: So now he he's on fire now. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I'm but, assuming but, he
0: got the bug now.
1: Oh yeah, he has got the bug, but I'm, I'm I, 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 he don't want to hear anything bad. I'm like I'm like trip. You know, uh, it, it, sometimes field trial wins are far few between. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he,
0: he he messed around and got spoiled <laughs> now, man. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: He's a great kid and. Um, uh, just picked up riding a horse and just came so natural to him, and it's, yeah. it's just fun to watch. Right.
0: Well, and I and, and see that was going to be my you know my next question. So this is definitely a different time, right? We got a different set of kids, different time. You oh, yeah. know, folks aren't necessarily always growing up on a farm, and they're not growing up with birds and mm-hmm. not growing up with quail in the backyard. So yeah. you know what. I guess how to, how have you seen you know kids and and even folks like I, I'll be thirty tomorrow, thirty you know folks that didn't necessarily grow up with bird dogs getting into it, you know what's that process like? Them I know you I've gotta, got my own.
1: You got to expose them to it. Yeah. And once they get ex, once they get exposed to it, they and get interested in it. Um, you know, take them to a field trial. Yeah. I mean, uh, take them hunting. Yeah. You know, um, but, uh, you know, when they're most of the time, If they're most of the time around here anyway, uh, daddy's got a horse. Daddy's got a bird dog. Right. Uh, granddaddy's got a horse or granddaddy's got a bird dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncle Joe's got a dog and a horse, you know, right. but if they don't, uh, you know, i've just i supplied them dogs and horses many Mm -hmm.
0: times well and see that that was gonna be my next thing and that was what you just said was my transition you know like i mean i got my own dog but you know tommy was the one that was just like hey man i got a horse for you you know Mm -hmm. um you know getting out there i had another buddy um you know, Tom Hennis, he, he, same thing. He was like, Hey, man, just come out. Don't worry about the horse. Just come out and run your dog. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, All right, cool. You know, and riding the horses, it, it's right. like riding a bike if you've done it before. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's, that seems to be a hurdle for a lot of folks, you know?
1: Oh, it is. No question about it. I mean, that's you know? the biggest hurdle.
0: Yeah. And, uh-huh. and,
1: and I could say walking
0: trial, like, I'm going to participate in walking and trials and, and, and I definitely, you know, enjoy seeing that. But, you know, what about them folks that's just like, nah, man, I want to ride a horse? <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. You okay. know, um, I I think for that to be such a hurdle, you know, in in and, and getting into field trials feeling like you gotta have a horse. You know, I tell people all the time, you're gonna spend a little money too, man. <laughs> like oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, it's not cheap and it's not to discourage folks, it's just to say, look, that's the way it is that's yeah, just the way it is <laughs> yeah you know um but everybody in in this thing is, is nice you know everybody seems to wanna um you know want to teach and one thing about it too you know it's getting you know getting told that your dog didn't win
1: that's part of it oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 that's what i tell these kids i said uh, and it's and it's true the people that get in this game to win field trials don't last very long yeah they they, they just they're in and out uh, if you're in it thinking you're gonna win every field trial you need you need find something else because mm-hmm. it, it, that ain't gonna happen I don't know any, you know and, and <laughs> you, you, you do it for the love of it you love to see a dog work you love to be outdoors with your friends. You love horses. You love dogs. You love Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if you're in it to win, you, you're in it for the wrong reason. Right, right. So, and and see, the winning In am, amateur trials, at least, you know, yeah. and the pros are totally different. Well, the pros right? got to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But amateurs, you know,
0: you know, and and you've got great amateurs. I mean, Bob Whaley was an amateur. You know. Oh yeah. A, yeah. A, you would. I, I don't know how many people you know are aware of that Pharaoh Miller. He was an amateur. No, no, no doubt. You know, no, no. And, and they've created some of the best strains and best bloodlines of dogs that we got today. Um. And and one thing I wanted to go back to, you know, back to your childhood. I, I keep circling back. What what was the difference in dog work, you know, from from the field trials that y'all set up to when y'all moved on to shooting dogs? Were the dogs, you know, hunting
1: closer? Were they at the same range? What were y'all looking for? No, uh, we ran. We started running gun dog stakes. Okay, basically hunting dogs. Yeah, um, they don't have to be uh, broke the wing and shot. Okay, and they could go retrieve. I mean. Uh, we gave a retrieving trophy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the best, the best
0: okay. I, mean, <laughs> so, okay, yeah. okay. I uh, I'm messing around and and reading uh, Jack Harper's book, and you know my wife got it for me for my birthday. Um, she got me like a. I wouldn't even say it's a first edition. Like it's before the first edition It's like, the... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he, he was writing it this stuff. And so I got that book and he was talking about, you know, his dad, you know, and, and basically him getting into it uh, with another guy and basically like, Oh, well you think your dog is good. All right, cool. Let's go find birds. And, that, to me, is the essence of
1: a field trial. You know, you oh, get yeah.
0: to, you, you get to talking a little trash. It's just like track. You know, uh, when we was kids. I ran track in college.
1: That's, that's, that's how it all started. I'll tell you a true story along those lines if you want Go to Go ahead. Hear. Yeah, come on. Back in the day, back in the 50s, when uh, Mr. Maytag owned the plant, owned, uh, Sedgfield Plantation, mm-hmm. uh, next door was uh, another plantation uh, called Gunsmoke. Herb Holmes had it. And they were uh, downtown uh, at local cafe breakfast in the morning. Each one of them bagging on a bird dog, and they decided, well, the only way we can settle this this dispute we'll have us a little two man field trial. Mm-hmm. You, meet, you uh, uh, Mr. Maytag, You meet me at my barn tomorrow, and we'll uh, go hunt a half a day on my place, and then we'll go across the. Road and go hunt on your place tomorrow afternoon. So they, they, they meet and set out and go hunting. Both dogs on the plant on the Seashell side. Both dogs had eighteen finds. Good Lord! Uh, both handlers picked up twenty-one birds, and they were dead tired. At <laughs> uh, so here we go. And the word's getting around town, and there's a little gallery starting to gather out there watching them. Right. So they go. uh, They go set out on the on the gun smoke side. Go hunting in the afternoon. Both dogs have fourteen finds. Each handler picks up fourteen birds. (laughs) Dead tired at the end of the day. So the only way they can break the tide, they're going to go to a neutral ground for the, the next morning. Mm-hmm. And word got all around town by then, and they get out there to uh, Seahorse plantation the next morning, keeps the cut loose in there at a the starting line. Uh, both Mr. Herb and uh, Mr. Maytag got the dogs on a the leash there, walking up to the line, and as they're walking to the line, there's this young man standing there, and both them dogs just whirl and point that man, that young man. <laughs> both of them just, just stout as they can be. Right. And Mister Maytag says, "Young man, you got a bird in your pocket or something." Young man then says, "No, sir." And Mister Holmes says, "Young man, you been cleaning birds or something this morning." Young man says, "No, sir." So. Both men apologized to him. and said, we're we, we sorry to bother you, young man. Up. By the way, what's your name? And the young man says, Bob White. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay I like that so they're, they're, some good bird dogs. <laughs> they're real good bird dogs they point anything that's Bob White <laughs> I like that man <laughs> I was not expecting that ending <laughs> okay All right. well ladies and gentlemen that that is Darren Henley for you <laughs> that's cool man that's cool well <laughs> okay so we, story. <laughs> story. we off to a roll now so oh, that's cool man okay i can't wait next time i'm out of Sedgefield, man I, I gotta if you out there i gotta i gotta shake your hand because you know I, I think this has been you know so far a good time um yeah. and i just like hearing stories you know um well,
1: let me tell you about Sagefield man. You said you, yeah. you, know, you, 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 you want to talk about some of the history. Of yeah, I,
0: look, I will get caught up in talking if you can't tell.
1: Uh, let, let me tell you about it. Go ahead. Uh, it, it is. Uh, it, it still is quail heaven, but at, at one at one time, um, you know, Creek Indians lived in Bullock County back then, right. and and they hunted quail. Can you imagine hitting a now, quail with a bow and arrow? I was
0: gonna say, was it were they using nets? Were they using arrows?
1: Uh, uh, both probably. Okay. And um, and the European settlers showed up and they and and they were hunting them and, and quail hunting just became a, a integral part of that culture back right. then. Right. And um, uh, in 1928, uh, Lewis B. Maytag. Came to Bullock County to go quail hunting. Louis B. Maytag was the inventor of the washing machine. Maytag washing machine. Yep. Maytag washing machine. Yep. I don't know if he was inventor, but he made them. He made them. Put them in everybody's house. Right. Um, okay. And he just couldn't believe the quail and the, and the, the quail hunting there. So um, uh, the next year. He started buying uh, small farms. Mm-hmm. He put together 12,000 acres of, of land together in one spot by 1929 in Bullock County. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Back in those days, small farms... Everybody had a row of peas. Everybody had a, you know, row of okra. Everybody had a row of this and that, and fence rows, you know, mm-hmm. around your place, and, and it and and they this with plows. needles using plows, and it was just perfect habitat for quail. I have a map from 1950 uh, that uh, the manager of Sedge fields did. And um, in a, in association with the uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife, that uh, they plotted all the known coveys of quail on that twelve thousand acres. Really, and there were some areas that had a covey of quail every twenty acres on average. wow 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 man they were there can you imagine finding a cubby a wild cubby every five minutes
0: every five minutes man Mm
1: -hmm. do you
0: is it a way I would love to see that if you can like can you like photograph that or something
1: yes it's it's, it's got a glass I've I've got it framed in a glass I don't know you know how good it'll show up but yeah I'll I'll try
0: to that's cool man I mean and just and I mean that's it's just like our biologists nowadays um you know they just plot that stuff but they had one every like every five minutes you just Mm -hmm. horseback your dog lock up probably sooner than that yeah that'd be
1: something but anyway uh, and Mr. Maytag uh Somebody took him to a field trial just down the road, and and um, uh, Fort Davis. I don't know the name of the trial. It's probably the Dixie, because it's the longest running field trial I think in Bullock County. Mm-hmm. And he liked the field trials. He and and, and under his uh, guidance and and uh, putting on field trials and at Sage fields, it just it eventually was uh nationally recognized as one of the premier events uh in, in you know championship field trials. Oh. He would throw uh extravagant parties and um uh you know with bands and food and mm-hmm. um, you know the the drawing was a black tie event, you know. Wow. Okay. It was it was it was uh Changed a lot, but mm-hmm. it's still going. And I, I tell you what, uh, um, Mr. Raymond Harbert on Sedge Fields now, he has not uh, missed a lick. He is. God bless him for keeping it going. Right. You know, but it's a tradition in Union Springs, and, and, and it's part of it, – it, it's what we're known for as the field trial capital of the world. Right. We have uh, Sedgefield puts on uh, the National Open Shooting Dog Championship and the, uh, the National Amateur Free Fall Championship. Mm-hmm. We have two uh, um, Open Shooting Dog Championship qualifying trials there, one on Sedgefield and one on Tony Gibson's Connecticut Station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, – and several amateur trials and, and youth trials. So there they are, I don't know. I've never counted them up, but I mean, that's it's, like it's a, 10, 10, 10 field trials and Union Springs right. every season, something like that. So, uh,
0: so do you would you say like Union Springs for field trials is, is, is almost like, you know, going to Canada for up north is kind of like the place to go you know if you if, if you want to get your dog seen get your dog worked stuff like that I mean it's I just well, if see you it
1: wanna, as, if you want to win a shooting dog championship there's where to go right right. that's, that's <laughs> where you're going to make your name up, open. Yeah. yeah
0: okay okay <laughs> I am
1: mean, I mean, if you want to be a, win a national shooting dog championship yeah they're both in Union for open and amateur
0: dang okay now have you have you have you had dogs to run run in them Oh yeah. Okay. Tell tell me about that. Well, uh, I I try
1: to make it as hard on myself as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm known as a setter man. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you do. You you like a hard time. I love setters though. But Lord, you like a hard time. uh, Yeah, I I punish myself. But I've been lucky. I've had a couple of good ones. uh, And uh, so and, and now,
0: yeah. talk, talk which no, ones I, like, I,
1: I enjoy raising dogs from puppies. Right. I, I, I enjoy bringing them on early myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not one of those guys that goes out and buys fully broke Mm-mm. somebody up bird dog to go field trial with. I, I just get a lot of and I get a lot of satisfaction out of raising them myself and you know
0: and training them. So I'm I'm the yeah. same way. I get mine. Yeah. Uh, I got this new one coming this summer. I got mine now at seven weeks, and I'm going to be getting this one in the summer at seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So now I, now you you got my brain stirring and stuff. So the rumor is that field trial setters they develop a little bit later.
1: That is true. That's true. That's true. I'd say they're
0: a year behind. About a year behind. Okay, that's it. Now, in that year, what do you think is going on? Do you, is it just? Uh,
1: I don't know. Yeah, you have to ask the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I
2: don't know.
0: But now it's it's the south, though, man. Like you now, I'm assuming you've had pointers before. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, what I mean, you just prefer setters? Anything? Anything? Because pre- it's yeah, that's I, a that's a big thing, you know.
1: I'll tell you when I well uh, as a teenager we'd walk home with setters because you know they'd stick with you and you walk down the railroad track and shoot birds with a right. setter you know but I, I always enjoyed them and but um, two things really got turned me into the setter man mm-hmm. one I saw uh, Panosky's Billy Boy win the free for all with uh, Charles Clank was one of them. Her, her, her Charles's wife Heather Scouting, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> it was one of the most uh, enjoyable hour and a half places I've ever seen. On really, stage for fantastic! It, that dog went from w- one cubby to the next just. Right up front for an hour and a half. And I didn't know know Charles or Heather at the time. Now they're good friends, very dear friends now. But I'd never seen them before in my life. And I rode up, they were after the brace, they were at the uh, wash pad, washing their horses off. And I rode up to it and I said, That was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life. It was. but, But really, what, but then, um, um, this was uh, probably 20 years ago, It'd be about 22 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Bill Guzmi bred a letter, letter of setters. And I was just looking for a hunting dog. Heck, I was hunting back then. And uh, he gave me a puppy. And I started working him out there on them big grounds out there in Fitzpatrick. And that son of a gun, he was something. He'd run them edges like. A champ and yeah. and point fine and point birds. is Piney Nick, and uh, uh, I won I won twenty six field trials with him. What? He he won the Alabama Open Shooting Dog Championship. He was um, the uh, National Amateur uh, Setter of the Year. Nice one year and and and. Once you have one like that You spend the rest of your life looking for another one Looking for
0: another one man Good lord man that dog is just And it wasn't nothing you just had to do He just had it in him All right. so in order to have a dog That can keep running like that um, And and push the race you need to keep him fueled up (sighs) The way I do it is With Eukanuba Sporting Dog Um, Vegas look good man I'm telling you You want a dog that's going to be on good feed can ride them all the way through the race and 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 still want a little bit more at the end so i want to give credit to eukanuba sporting dog for that particular feat It was a good thing going on also when we talk about just keeping location on you know birds and things like that if we're gonna you know keep training and things like that i use my onyx hunt app not even just for hunting but hell, for training um you know, when we're especially out of Howell Farm and things like that, I, I it's easy to, you know, plug in spots where birds are just like I would any other hunting situation. But now I'm using it for training and field trialing. I can go and, and you know, log in calls and you know, different spots where different birds are. I mean, that place is huge. So I still use my Onyx Hunt app for field trial training and getting Vegas ready, um, you know, for the next opportunity to show, you know, all the birds and some things that we've been working on. Onyx Hunt has been a wonderful addition and contribution to the bird dog world. And I would love for you to join the hunt, join the app, subscribe, Using my promo code GDN two zero for twenty percent off your Onyx subscription.
1: Well, he was a grandson of Coal Mountain Sunrise, okay. a Hall of Fame setter. Okay. Uh, but you know you wouldn't you wouldn't know it by looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a common bird dog, really. But he he just had a great nose and just the most tenacious dog I've ever seen. He just tenacity was his middle name. I mean, he just there was no quitting him. Right. And I just loved to hunt right find birds and it was hard to break but once 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 that little light came on, man, he'd win about every... If he didn't chase a deer, he was going to win the field. <laughs>
0: so all you got to do is hope a deer
1: didn't walk out. <laughs> One time he won his trial and the, uh, he was pulling way 300 three 400 yards out in front of a big old field. He was Stand there, pointing like a statue. Yeah. And a whole herd of like six to deer ran right past him. Oh, man. And he didn't flinch a muscle. And I got that shot. Me. <laughs> we went home. And, uh, after a while, I was talking about it. And, uh, and, uh, Somebody said it was a good thing he was pointed; otherwise, he'd have been gone. have be we gone
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure you. He you had your heart racing.
1: Yeah, man, yeah. that's funny. You uh, sort of, just got a lot of vivid memories mm-hmm. uh, uh, in field trials. Those are just some things you'd never forget. You know. Yeah, yep. So, but, you know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm on detour
0: and then swing back into the questions for a second. But, you know, um Robin Gates or uh yeah, Robin Gates just passed. And I heard it. Yeah, man, and it's, it's a terrible. sad thing for the bird dog world. But as a setter man, you know, what'd you think about in Shadow Oak Boat just passed well, recently uh, too?
1: Well, I got I I have a setter out of Shadow bow, piney woods jackpots had a bow. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I I call them jackpot because when uh, Shadow bow was winning all over the world, from Canada to Florida, uh, at the same time, Jeanette Tracy had a uh, the setter of the a female setter of the year, Oh setter of the year. And I, I I told Jeanette, I said, if you ever hook those dogs up, I want one in puppies. And she did, and then Jackpot wins back to back national championship. Oh wow! (laughs) And I said (laughs) Jackpot. Yeah,
0: and that was his name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that name Jackpot. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. He was a a national uh, amateur sailor of the year. Got a regional runner-up championship on him. Okay. these good dogs, man. How's he?
0: You said can you say that one more time.
1: I'm sorry, I didn't hear
0: you. Oh, uh, my bad. My signal must have cut out. But, um, how, how old is he? Uh,
1: big is about eight
0: now. Eight, okay, okay, okay. That's cool, man. I uh, I was thinking about that. My buddy, um, Paul Cook, he, he's got setters. You'd like him, he's a he's a uh. <laughs> A grouse trialer. But, yeah. uh, you know, he's got setters up there. Some nice dogs, too. And uh, he, he told me about, you know, Mr. Gates passing away. So I just wanted to mention that on the podcast just as a, you know, out of a little bit, not a little bit, a whole lot of respect. Oh, um, yeah.
1: Uh, he, he was one of the best ever.
0: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So going to, um, you know, just getting youth, you know, the youth involved and, and exposure mm-hmm have you seen a transition to where you get kids that come into trials, they win a few, they get the bug and then now they want to take on an apprenticeship or, or, or mentorship. Have you seen that
1: happen? Um, uh, you mean, take? what do you mean? Take
0: on it? like, they'll, they'll say, I'm, you know, X, Y, Z kid. Just got into into field trials and and now I want to, you know, once I get a little bit older, probably college age, now I want to go work under, you know, a handler. You oh. know, have you seen that transition? Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Of
0: course, yeah. Okay.
1: Now, would you say? Uh, yeah, no. They usually they they usually go and get jobs on plantations, you okay. know, okay. Well,
0: plantations, yeah. okay, so that it's it's a good segue. You know, for that, um, I always wondered about that. You know, um, you know if, if that's still a, a a very normal route, you know, for folks to. No,
1: it's not normal at all. I mean, um, just like in the amateur, the, the adults, we come from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, all walks of life, and you know, everybody has come a different route. Right to get there and you
0: know and, and and see that's the thing that that's just another an, another question that i get from a lot of folks you know and like to you know did you a lot of people will ask me like well how did you get into bird dogs And i was like well i mean i started with a lab you know and i was just mm-hmm. hunting Yep,
1: <laughs> and I, I everybody comes in different ways. You know, the the, the kids are not coming into it now by uh, walk hunting with a setter and a four ten single shot shotgun. Right. I mean, the, 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 those days are over, unfortunately. Right. Um. Uh, <laughs> you you have to. You, the kids that are getting into it now are brought into it by, usually a family member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's see, that's the thing. I mean, but like I said, once you get the bug, you know, you in. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess as we get towards, you know, close to the towards the end of the hour, um, I want to ask you, you know, what what would you say for for you know anybody, especially teenage handlers coming in, because I got a few folks looking at that. And you know what advice would you give them for trialing? Like maybe two or three things. And what would what would you say about them getting their first dog? Because it's different when
1: when you got a job and you could go out and buy a dog. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, most of the kids are running somebody else's dog. I mean, you know, they don't. You know, a twelve year old kids not going. to They can't train their dogs. Yeah. Right, um they're running somebody else's dog. Right. Um, so, um, but the, the, you, you just got to teach them how to do it. You, you know, you got to get them a horse. You got to get them a dog. You got to mm-hmm. teach them how to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's amazing how quickly they learn. Right. If you if you if you tell them what to do and show them what to do, you know. I, when I was growing up, nobody ever taught me how to field trial. Right? Did not. I mean, I learned by watching, and uh, I don't know if it was people that didn't want to know how or or what. I don't yeah. know. Well, I mean, and and that's a, that's a common
0: question though. You know, a lot of people yeah. are like I oh, will field trials They don't want to talk.
1: Well, yeah. I, no, I, it, I learned everything the hard way. I've made every mistake you can make. Yeah. You know? I wrote the book on how to lose a field trial, <laughs> <laughs> but was a, I was just never taught and given those tips and those secrets. And mm-hmm. you know, it was a few along the way. I'm, you know, I used to work dogs with Scope rent throw when I was first starting out. He 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 taught me some right. some, some tricks and things. Um,
0: Talk about that some. What 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 did he what what were the things that he kind of put in you? Oh, just
1: something I always remember about Scope. He'd, he'd say, every, everything you take out of a dog, you got to put back in twice as right. much. Right. And you know, that, that's something that stuck with me. Right. And and I learned little tips from every time I get to work out with a professional, man, they, they give you little tips like, a, you know, Sean, I remember Sean Kinkler. We were working dogs one time. And he said, "Never give a dog a command that he can't um, obey." Mm, okay. That, that that is that's always stuck in my mind. Right. Yeah. You know? I guess it, you just you just confuse them if you tell them something they can't do. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, why tell a dog woe when he's already woed?
0: You know, okay, so now, now you getting into my, my another buddy, my, a buddy of mine, Plody, um, Joe Plody. We talk about that all the time, and I'll be sending them little videos and stuff like that, and they would be like, dang it, Darrell, like, you, shut up, stop talking, you know? <laughs> Damn, hey, I'm going to send you some duct tape, like, stop yeah, talking.
1: I'm, 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 I'm going to get in trouble talking about uh, uh, no, but anyway uh,
0: look i i'm the worst about it so
1: <laughs> that ain't that
0: ain't even the first time i've heard it man but it's the it's the hardest thing in the world to do is
1: well you, you need a you need a if you want to feel you win field trials you got to have somebody to show you how to do it yeah and that's what we do in these um uh, uh kids trials is uh, when when the kids are first starting out Uh, Of course, they get a scout, but we'll also allow them a coach if they want one. Okay. To to ride with them. Okay. Uh, And, uh, you know, you don't do it for them. You just kind of coach them along, you know. Okay. And and eventually, they'll feel comfortable enough to do it without you up there coaching.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. That's cool. I, uh... (laughs) I, I like that concept. I I had actually yep. never heard about it. I mean, I just figured they, you know, the kids just kind of follow you and learn along the way.
1: But, well, they, you know, it doesn't take them long. The kids quick learners. They, eh? it doesn't take them long to, you know, figure out what to do and, then they are ready to do it. But we allow them, if they want a coach, they get one.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. And that, and that's typically a, you know, a pro handler or something like that. I'm assuming.
1: Well, it's usually Daddy or Uncle Joe or you know? oh, okay. <laughs> something like that. Right. You know? Okay.
0: All right. I I like that. Um, and I'm gonna be getting on the line with um, uh, Chris Mathen. You know, pretty soon, and and and, and talking about what she's doing. You know,
1: out here in Georgia. I tell you what, what she's doing is fantastic. She's a, she is. Uh, exposing people to youth trials that didn't even know they existed. Yeah, uh, through her website. And she came to uh, Union Springs a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. to the Youth Stake at the Greenway, mm-hmm. and uh, and did a um, took some great pictures and right. interviewed some of the kids. And, and it was a good time.
0: I mean, that's that's what it's about, man, and and. <laughs> You know, guys like yourself, we need we in the bird dog world, you know, I'm 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 brand new to 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 field trialing and I'm just kind of swinging. I thought it was important to swing the direction of what I was been doing for the last two, three years with my podcast. After a while, you know, I was just kind of looking for like, you know, what's next? You know, I can hunt and shoot birds all day. But as a competitor, you know, I grew up playing sports my whole life mm-hmm. what's the next thing and, and speaking to guys like you man I can't thank you enough to just get on the line and and, and chat with me a bit you know it's gonna help everybody out
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I, know,
0: I I definitely I, think I, so.
1: enjoy, I enjoy it it's just an integral part of my life and yep. it's 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 a, a almost a year-round yeah pleasure yep. for me Yep. Well, be, you got to feed you got to feed dogs and horses year round, <laughs> <laughs> so I might as well do something like with them. <laughs> you like it. You
0: might look. You might as well do something with them, man. I got mm-hmm. two out back barking now, and a third on the way, and I got a six month old baby on, on top of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Mister Henley, I I can't thank you enough, man, and and. I want to definitely next time I'm out at Sedgefields. What I'll do is give you a buzz. I hope you're in the area, you know, cool. and 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 maybe we can go stop traffic too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, remember I remember I responded to you about. Uh, uh, I had to do some reminiscing before I talked to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. asked me about the uh, uh, some memorable performances during the free for all. Oh,
0: please do share.
1: <laughs> please do share. I, obviously, I've not seen all of them. Uh huh. These are some of my favorites. I told you about Fadaski's Billy Boy. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Um, I would say Cox's Art Fault, owned by Brent Cox. Okay. Um, I think um, uh, William Bond scattered for him. That that was truly a, a beautiful thing. What? Uh, it, tell me about it. Well, he—I remember he had that uh, afternoon course, and um, there's a part of the course called the Avant Line. Mm-hmm. That's just a huge field, and and um, he put him on the right side of that field and hit that whistle, and that dog went out of sight, and we rode and took a left in front of. Him. We rode up on down that point. looked like a statue. One of the prettiest finds I've ever seen. Nice. And, 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 and you know, finished, I don't know how many finds, I don't remember now, but another dog that did, uh, two other do- that, that Avant line makes or breaks them a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And two other dogs, I remember doing it like that was, uh, uh, Brian Peterson's dog, Brian Poison Lane. The call name was RIP. And, uh, um, um, uh, Hunter McDuffie and uh, Larry Curry had a dog named Edwin and they called him Bob yeah. and he put on a show out there um, those are some that just stick in, out in my mind that, uh-huh. you know that just what what you want to see in a hour and a half championship brace right. I mean, way out front pointing birds looking like a million dollars on them Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just just true championship performances and, you know and just stretching out,
0: now, let me, let me two questions you just made me think about so, free for all dogs have have you seen like a median age at, at where these dogs kind of really start peaking or is it just kind of what show you know, they come right yeah. out of
1: derby or or what? Uh, no, you don't see many derbies going in the, um, I remember uh I think I'll, uh Mike Mog is one with a dirty. They they ain't very often. Yeah. Um uh, this, sure there's been some I didn't know about, but uh um uh, I would say I would say between the ages of four and seven. Or seven, okay. Say, okay. They're in there. Prime, but you know you, you might want to ask somebody more
0: experienced than me on that. <laughs> no, yeah. I I just always think about it, you know, like um, and this is an all age dog, but um, I was you know real tuned into the True Confidence and Valiant race up at the uh, mm-hmm. National Ames. Uh, was that yesterday? And uh, True Confidence is an old dog, you know, and been winning for a while, and then Valiant's a, I think he's like. Six 7 or 8 something like that. You know, mm-hmm. so the 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 ages, it seems to me that I've seen more older dogs, you know, doing a you know,
1: Shadow Bo was pinned when he wanted he to be old. Yeah. <laughs> old. Told he was old. <laughs> that's amazing. <to> <laughs> oh, no, that's one's amazing I yep. don't know, that's one amazing dog so. Yeah.
0: Now, all right, so let's talk let's I am I'm, I'm sorry. You got my brain stirring again. Um Avant line, what is it about that that breaks them dogs down like that?
1: It's just a great place to show you dogs. Okay. And it's, and it's, you can, you can see a long way and you've, you've had to, uh, 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 you've had to handle your dog through the piney woods and, uh, to and, and you got to get in there at the right spot mm-hmm. and turn him at the right time to really make him show there. And it's just it, it takes a good hammer and a, and a big running dog to get it done right. And okay. it, when, when it's done right, it's a <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful sight, I tell you.
0: Okay. What what's what's the distance in that that one particular area? Uh, a half a mile. Oh shoot. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of ground for them Close to cover, here. man.
1: Yeah. Close to it, uh, Okay. Okay. Oh. It. Well look, I, I'm it's just a pretty spot it's just a pretty spot. It ain't necessarily distance and it's just it's just you're into you're in you're into your course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're uh, uh, probably uh Close to an hour into your course when you get there, okay. So, you know, and another half hour to go,
0: so. right? And so, and that, and that around about an hour, you know, you really that's right. A to, dog, yeah. I was dog. about to say you testing that dog steam too. Mm-hmm. So I yep. mean, you got to have a dog with with a whole lot of courage, man, to you know be able to come up on that particular part of the course at that mm-hmm. time on the course. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. See you. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. That's, that's one of my favorite. And that twelve thousand acres. That's one of my favorite places to watch a dog. Right there. They 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 separate themselves a lot. Right there.
0: Okay. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna look for that that one particular area <laughs> next time. I want to okay. see it. I want to see, see it. You want do it right. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, Mister Henley. It, Give us, leave us with something, you know, fantastic, man. Like I, I've had a, a, a very good time on the episode with you.
1: Support these kids; they are the future of this field trial. Okay, <laughs> they are the future. All right. I, every year I go to the uh, our annual Alabama meeting, and I and I when I'm giving out the kids awards, I say, "Look around." And all you gray-haired old men, when y'all are gone, who's going to keep this sport going? <laughs> it's going to be his the kids. It's these little kids up here. Yeah. So y'all support them, encourage them. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what we need. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, financially, morally, mm-hmm. any way you can. Mm-hmm. If you got an old uh, field trial dog that's nice and broke, but done got too old to, Field trial. Give him to a kid. Yeah, he'll do it. He'll get the job done for him. Give him to a kid. Take, tell him to take this dog on the road. I I enjoy watching a a, a twelve year old kid win with my dogs more than I enjoy winning with them myself. Right. I I promise you, it's just a it's 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 a great thing. Right. (laughs) Right. That I think that's
0: another level of of mentorship, man. Like everybody. Talks about you know recruitment and stuff like that, but I mean we this is a whole new you know ball game of of <laughs> recruitment, man. Okay, all right, well I'm and I'm gonna um definitely get myself involved in however I can, uh, you know, especially use this podcast or, or of course get get my dog on the ground with the kid, whatever it takes, man. Like I'm <laughs> more motivated than ever to do so. That's cool. I really like that. All uh, right, well, man, uh, be sure to look me up when you get the Union Sparks. Oh, I'm going to give you a call. Like I said, you said we're going to stop traffic now.
1: <laughs> we, are. we will We will do that for
0: sure. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to take you up on that, and, and I think you'll, uh, you know, I, I think we're going to have a
2: good time, Mr. Henley.
0: Well, thank you so much again for tuning in um, to the Gundog Notebook podcast, guys. And, and that was Mr. Darren Henley supporting amateur field trials, getting the youth involved. So, Mr. Henley, I will give you a call back later on. And, guys, thanks again. Thank you.
2: Bye-bye.
0: All right, guys. I just want to say thank you all for supporting me. Going into my 30th birthday, I would have never imagined that four years ago I would have been doing this this whole bird dog thing with the podcast and everything. It's all about documenting and development of a great bird dog. So a special shout out to my sponsors, On X Hunt and Yukonuba Sporting Dog, Dakota 283 Kennels, my affiliates, Lion Country Supply and
2: Garmin Fish and Hunt. Once again, stay tuned for another episode next week.